Good morning, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1493.9 FM, WDWS. For nearly seven decades, Champaign-Urbana's daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join it on the phone, via text, or online. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or email us at talk at wdws.com. Now... Here's your host, Brian Barnhart. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts. Coming your way on this Friday. The sun's out. A lot of snow on the ground, but the sun is out. Cold temperatures, but uh, we made it. We made it through the snow. And uh, all the plows have been out. They've been working hard, and hopefully they've been able to reach your neighborhood. like to get an update from you along the way today, how many inches of snow you might have. How are you doing on that front? Maybe stories from the last couple of days, what you've experienced. How much snow did you get? Did you have your little uh, tape measure out there to to check it out? We've heard everywhere from 9 to 10 to 15 inches, depending on where you are. So we'll talk about all that here this hour. Just do an open line the uh, first hour. Brad Swanson from Bleacher Bum Cards will join us in the second hour. We'll have him on. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we go. May get an update from the uh, city of Champaign as well on how all the streets are going with Chris Kester with the uh, Public Works. Get uh, some thoughts on him and what they've been doing the last two days, and um, we'll see how uh, how it's gone in that regard. The other bit of news we have is, uh, well, Jim Rosso is here to tell us about this with the News Gazette. And um, if you're looking for a paper today, It'll be tomorrow, right? Let's hope. We'll, we'll, have, we'll, have, we'll have three papers for you. Three Good morning. Papers, Good morning. Uh, uh, the weather uh, conditions of the roads, uh, we made the call uh, again this morning not to deliver print editions, to okay. open up our e-edition. If you haven't had a chance to take a gander at that, it's pretty cool. You go to newsgazette.com, you click on today's paper, mm-hmm. and it's free of charge for everybody uh, while we can't deliver. And it's... You flip through it like you do. It's in mm-hmm. your hands. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. So we'll keep that open. But So we're a couple days behind on the delivery. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow morning, if you're a print subscriber uh, that gets the, the, at, delivered at home, you'll probably get three in one sack. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of papers. but uh, <laughs> And it may not be the same. It's up to the independent contractor how, the, how he or she wants to deliver it. But... Mm-hmm. You might get three and uh, three and one, and uh, hopefully the roads will be good enough today. The sun comes out that we'll be able to deliver it tomorrow. Yeah, because I know in a lot of in some places, I know even mail delivery where our, our mm-hmm. customers get it through the mail. Even the mail wasn't right. These delivered. Post offices are closed here lately. Yeah. So again, if you get, if you are a mail subscriber, you mm-hmm. might you might get all three tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. It depends on how backed up. The post office is in some cases, as we said, it hasn't been open in a couple of days. They got a lot of mail to deliver. Yeah, and uh, the hope is that you get all three uh, tomorrow morning. Okay, or tomorrow afternoon. So you can look for that. So mm-hmm. uh, no printed paper today, but you'll get three tomorrow. But if you want to go online, yeah, news news hyphen gazette dot com. Uh, the paywall is down, so mm-hmm. you can either click on individual stories or galleries or videos uh, or podcasts. Or you can uh, go to, again to the prompt that says today's paper, mm-hmm. and uh, it's weird because 
the process didn't change, Brian. We still had an 11 p.m. deadline last mm-hmm. night. We still printed the News Gazette, and we still um, did everything like we normally do. So it's just waiting to be mm-hmm. put in your hands. Yeah. yeah what, what are the couple of stories they'll see? today uh well we spent some time you know the good samaritan stories are you can read about truck crashes and and traffic backups and uh you know stuck in snow stories but there are so many good samaritan stories that are coming out now that we're finding mm-hmm. it's fun to daily bread still helping uh, ahead of cu one winter night still helping the homeless community yeah. mm-hmm. um the story of uh kids in rantoul Shoveling for free. Anybody who needed their driveways uh, shoveled, they went out and did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, down in Tuscola, uh, the kids m- built a sled box and put sleds there. So if you didn't have a sled and wanted to go sledding, just grab it because of <laughs> what they did. So that's those are the kind yeah. of stories we're finding. And what we try to do in the print edition anyway is to to focus on stories that aren't so timely. Mm-hmm. that you can enjoy them and learn something at any time of the day. So this, even three days late, you'll uh, mm-hmm. take a look at Thursday's paper and see if you find some timeless stories that maybe mm-hmm. will uh, entertain you. Yeah, a lot of fun stories, too, and interesting stories. You had all those trucks down at the outlet yeah. mall at Tuscola. There were just dozens of trucks, semi-trucks, which was interesting. Uh, the other one was a snowball fight on the quad at the U of I. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That was, that was fun. That was a uh, – we posted that um, Facebook and Instagram. Robin Scholes, our photo editor, happened upon mm-hmm. it yesterday, and just hundreds and hundreds of kids. And the reaction most of our readers was, was this was – usually we show kids like at bars, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. or uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, maybe not doing such something so wholesome. How about that? <laughs> so there – Cool. So again, yeah. if, if you want to see the the paper today, go online. Mm-hmm. Paywalls down. If you got yeah. the app, you can go yep. to the app. There's live or digital Take and all of that. And if you haven't tried that before, now'd be a good time to try it. Take so. a tour. You know, eventually, way down the road, there will be a day when we won't probably have a print edition uh, years from now. And mm-hmm. this is the wave. Uh, something we've been working on for uh, more than a decade, and it's uh, it, the technology involved is makes it hopefully easy. We'd love to hear some feedback on how our e-edition treats you. And mm-hmm. if you like it, if you don't like it, what well, we need to do different. So this is a good time to check it out. Basketball tomorrow, and you got a, Ethan's got a great story on the ma- no masks hey. ver- or no vax cards, nothing in Indiana and, and Purdue. So. I was there for a humongous volleyball tournament at Indian at the convention center in downtown Indianapolis last weekend, and it was amazing. Brian, there were literally thousands of people in the convention center. If you've been there, it's so huge. And the only people with masks, I'm not making this up, were teams from Champagne. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it it was as if it you're in a different world. Mm-hmm. You're only a couple hours away, and you'll notice this tomorrow, mm-hmm. Brian, when you when you uh, walk inside what was the assembly hall, yeah. I guess, or what's it called now? The it is of, assembly hall. Yeah. It is still yeah. the assembly hall. I thought it had a, yeah. a sponsor name, but. All right. Well, thank you, sir. All right. I appreciate it. Bye, Brian. Yep. See you later. All right. We'll take a break here. We'll come back, get it started here with an open line this hour on DWS. All right. Sun is out. News Talk 1400 DWS. Today's show brought to you by OSF On-Call Urgent Care, providing 24-7 virtual visits and walk-in clinics every day of the year. 
That's OSF On Call Urgent Care. News from a District 10 State Police. They say a semi stalled in the lane of traffic on I-74 West, just east of I-57. It's right there by uh, Mattis, I would think, is blocking the right lane and the ramp to I-57 North. So, again, a semi-stall, the lane of traffic, I-74 West, just east of I-57, is blocking the right lane and the ramp to I-57 North. Please use caution in that area. Yield to stationary emergency vehicles. The lane should be open in approximately 30 minutes. They tell us from Illinois State Police District 10. And, of course, there were a lot of semis that were out there jackknifed in various places yesterday. Don't know what you saw, but uh, roads were drifting pretty badly yesterday afternoon with all the wind, depending on which direction you were going. It was uh, worse than others. But uh, how many inches did you get? Some of the uh, snow totals that that I saw along the way. Uh, Let's see here. Tolono had 15 inches. Muhammad had 15. Champaign, 12.7. Savoy, 12.5. Rantoul had 12. Urbana had 11. Go to Cass County, Bluff Springs had 12.5, Beardstown had 11. Those were some of the uh, snow totals from around the area. So what did you see the last couple of days as far as snow? Any stories you want to share along the way there? You can certainly do that here on A Penny for Your Thoughts. All right, 917 here at DWS. Let's uh, go to the phones here. Tiny's with us. How you doing, sir? Well, I've had about all the snow totals. Oh, come on. Yeah, well, there's a lot of it out there, you know. So. Oh, I know. Don't blame me. I want to hear it. Yeah. I'm just kidding you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I need to know. I'm sitting here <laughs> looking out the window for three days. Yeah. Uh, the kids said I better stay at home. They've got everything. Between them and the guy I've got coming, he's put, things are plowed out, and uh, things are good. So I've got something to talk about if you're ready for it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I want to talk about Mr. Biden and Mrs. Harris. You know, they've run on anti-police. They want anti-funding for police. Both of them did. Now they're acting like they might want to do something. And then Biden, he's dumb enough to go to the, to the, to the church yesterday, but he didn't go to the funeral. Then he didn't even say hello to the, to the families of the police after the, the, that's, you know, he's not the least bit interested. He don't want to get caught. Acting like he likes police. He, he run on gun legislation. He hasn't taken that away yet. He still wants to take away our guns. He's a, he's a, I, he's a completely changed man, you know. He's, these people are controlling him and that's causing trouble for us. We can't have these gun laws. If you take guns away from the legitimate people, the crooks are still going to get them. We all know this. And the police shootings are terrible, Brian. We get no coverage about it whatsoever. We're getting we're getting any number of we can't even count them number of police that are being shot today, killed or shot. And then we we get a bunch of people up somewhere that are raising cane about uh, they uh, shot a guy. He was stuck his head out from under the cupboard and had a gun in his head and they, and they shot him. Well. What they wanted to do, way they shot them. Um, we got to stop this shooting, and it's not going to be stopped by people talking about it. And I know, Brian, you you 
you look at everything through rose-colored glasses, and we need more people like you. You're a great man. And I wish we had more people, but we got to get tough. We have to get tough. We have to start enforcing the law if we're going to stop these shootings just to protect the kids. Now, right now, what they're doing, they they act to me like they don't want to do anything. They see they're involved too much. They don't want one of their kids to be picked up by a cop and roughed around. And I don't blame them, but we've got to do something. We've got to sacrifice. We need extreme law enforcement. They they just, nobody uh, talks about it. We, everything on the radio and the TV is just, uh, we got groups. We need one guy fired. He don't do nothing. He's paid over there in Champaign. We need to run him off because he hasn't done anything but talk. And I just, I'm, I'm repeating everything from what I've said before, but I, nobody else is talking about it. They don't want to talk about it. They're, and it's terrible. The, the, the people that are robbing and killing and shooting in this country and the big cities right now is that the law is completely out of hand. There's no, no, nobody wants to control anything. And it's all, I'm sorry to say it's all happening in Democrat cities. Anti-police cities, uh, we've got that right here. Both of our uh, uh, legislators here in town, the, the councils, both was wanted to defund and did defund the police. And uh, you can't do that. We're, we're living in a democracy and, and we're living in a society that demands police protection and always has. And thank you very much. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, Tiny with us this morning. And stay safe uh, where you are there, 921 at uh, DWS. I think crime, uh, police issues, um, obviously, I think crime in particular is going to be an issue in the midterms. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I I think the Democrats are kind of up against, um, you know, a wall in that regard. And I know that uh, the president, I think, met with some law enforcement folks yesterday uh, did go to New York City, and I think one of the uh, a couple of the police officers Tiny referred to were in New York City that were killed here recently. And there, I don't know if you saw the uh, services for those. It was just unbelievable how many police officers attended those services. So, yeah, being a police officer right now is not an easy job. We've talked to several. We have another one on uh, with us here uh, uh, coming up next week. We'll tell you more about that. Part of our uh, community conversation on uh, violence uh, next Wednesday at ten o'clock. We get closer to that day, we'll um, fill you in on what that's about. But yeah, a lot of uh, we've had a lot of different folks on covering at this from a lot of different angles. But uh, certainly, I think there is a feeling among everybody uh, in the population in general that we need to support the police. I don't think there's any doubt about that, and uh, give them the tools they need um, along the way to to help us here and through this situation. All right, uh, 217-356-9397. had a question. Did the papers make it from Peoria to Champaign? Uh, yeah, they're in the process, uh, as we, as Jim Rosso just said. We'll uh, getting everything taken care of as far as getting the print edition to you. Won't be there today, but uh, you'll get three papers tomorrow. And uh, part of it has to do with just getting the deliveries done here on weather, in weather, like we've had the last couple of days. Uh, some streets more accessible than others. So uh, just kind of be patient with the carriers there, and they'll get them to you uh, tomorrow. Also, uh, of course, in some of the rural areas, the uh, papers delivered to you, as you know, through the uh, mail, through the post office. 
on text uh, here on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line says Mansfield had no mail delivery Wednesday or Thursday, so four days with no paper, uh, this uh, texter says. Yeah, that's uh, you're not alone, I think, in that case in regards to uh, the mail not being delivered. If you get it that way, it's been tough in that regard. And another text in regards to the paper. Uh, so the only way to do crossword or other puzzles on e-edition is you have to print them. Why couldn't they be done online without having to print them? Yeah, maybe that's the next step. <laughs> that's a, you know, like Wordle, I guess, right? You can play that online. I don't know. But, uh, you know, as, as you said, as I think as Jim said, um, you know, the, the evolution of, you know, where are we going to be in 20 years or so? I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years, how we get our news, how it's changing. Uh, certainly more people, you go, uh, you know, you get my age and, and my generation and older, and, you know, we all still like that holding on to that, that actual paper and reading it that way. You know, younger, my daughter's generation behind me, you know, that age group for them, and some still do, but that age group in general doesn't pick up a paper to read it. They get everything online. They do all their banking online. They pay their bills online. They do bank. They don't go to a bank. I think that's the world we're headed for at some point is everything being digital or online, and that's an ever-changing world there. Well, one thing that hasn't changed is when the uh, when the snow falls, we got to have a snowplow or two. And Chris Kester, we've had him on before with the City of Champaign Public Works. How you doing, Chris? Good morning, Brian. I'm doing well. Thank good. you. Good. How are things going? I know you've been busy the last couple of days. Everything good overall? <clears throat> it has been busy. Um, we've been working around the clock since, uh, let's see, Tuesday night. Uh Thankfully, the snow stopped falling yesterday, so that uh, has given us the ability to start getting into our primary routes and trying to get those down to bare pavement. We're sure thankful for the sunlight today, uh, which will help us get that accomplished. Yeah, and I guess what, with all the wind yesterday, was that a, a big problem, the wind, especially early in the day? Yeah, I was basically like taking an Etch-a-Sketch and just erasing everything we'd done every hour, so we had to redo it. Um, but uh, thankfully, the winds have died down and the snow has stopped falling. So hopefully, we'll make a pretty good dent in everything today. Yeah. How many how many crews do you have? How many people working, running plows does the city typically have in a big storm like this? Uh, yeah, we've got about 22, 22 to 25 people per shift, so 12, every 12-hour shift. Uh, and the majority of those are plow drivers. Uh, we've got a few mechanics in there, and we've got someone to answer the phones and someone who takes... Uh, care of the parking lots and sidewalks or at city facilities, but the majority of those are, are plow drivers. Yeah. So I guess, and I don't know how this works typically, uh, obviously when we've had a big storm like this, you try to get to the main routes, the big routes, and then kind of work your way from there. Is that typically how it works? Yeah. So the, the council policy on snow and ice control uh, is that we we work on primaries for the duration of the snowfall uh, up until about uh, hopefully 12 hours after the snowfall has stopped. Now, with this much snow that we've gotten, uh, somewhere reported from 10 to 13 inches, uh, that's that's just a bigger job, and so it takes us a little bit longer. And with the uh, with the layer of ice underneath the snow, um, you know that's something that we're going to want to get treated 
before too many people uh, get out and about. Uh, I, you know, anecdotally, I have been in the plow a couple times. You know, we're talking regular uh, dump truck sized plow with four tons of salt in the back. And uh, there's been times where those tires are flipping. So, um, you know, we want to get it to as close to near bare pavement as possible uh, just to make traveling safer for everybody. Chris Kester is with us for a couple more minutes from the uh, city of Champaign. I guess big thing is how can residents help you out? Uh, you know, I guess stay off the roads if they don't need to be out. Uh, you know, don't park in the street, I guess, unless you have to, that kind of stuff. Would that be helpful? Yeah, i got to say uh, thank you to uh, anyone who's been able to stay home uh, the past couple of days. Certainly understand that, you know, sometimes you have to get out, you have to go to work, you have to do these things. But uh, the uh, overall traffic uh, has been marked, markedly down. Uh, and, and I know that's not an easy thing for people to do is to stay home. Uh, and so we really appreciate those who've been able to and to those drivers who've been out on the road uh, who've taken, you know, extra caution and, and that. Uh, so if you, if you can avoid parking your car on the street, it helps us get those streets uh, cleaned curb to curb. Uh, if not, just understand um, your car might have some snow around it uh, when you get out there from the snow plow uh, driving by. So, um, you know, just encourage everyone to stay safe uh, out there and, Hopefully we'll get into, uh, the plan is to get into some of those secondary neighborhood streets tonight. Uh, we've had some contractual help uh, helping us out with some cul-de-sacs and uh, other places, both west of 57 and then today east of 57. Uh, so they're helping us uh, get ahead of this and uh, get stuff taken care of as quickly as possible. One thing you put out, Chris, in a release was uh, as far as reporting an accident. Um you know, trying to st uh, make that more efficient, I guess, uh, when you have a crash. What, what are some things people should do, you know, when, when it's so busy right now? Yeah, so the police, uh, because of the number of crashes, the police department instituted uh, their emergency um, uh, crash policy. Uh, and what that is is uh, that if you are in an accident, uh, they, the police department will only be able to report on scene to those accidents uh, that involve an injury uh, or um, that are blocking uh, blocking traffic. And so for all others, they're asking that you file your report online uh, uh, on the City of Champaign Police Department's website uh, and fill out the information there, and then someone will contact you uh, as time allows, uh, but they will not report to the accident scene. All right. Well, that's good information, Chris. I really appreciate you being on now. Do you actually drive a truck yourself? I do not. I do not have those skills. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just wondered I mean, since you're I in could, public. I could probably drive a four wheel drive, but uh, yeah. the plow controls. Yeah. Uh, I just I haven't been trained on it, uh, so I do most of the. I do most of the talking so that everyone else can uh, keep plowing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is some skill involved in that. I I don't know. Uh, that'd be interesting learning to to see how that goes because I know it can't be uh, as easy as it looks. Yeah, it's, uh, some of our trucks are pretty sophisticated. Uh, you know, remote control, uh, plow, uh, controls inside the, the vehicle. Uh, some of our smaller trucks have, uh, plows that have just handheld, uh, uh, sort of joysticks. Uh, but, uh, to definitely see some of these guys and gals who've been here a number of years just basically do that, 
really without even, that's not that they're not looking, but they know what they're doing uh, and uh, just do it as if they're playing the easiest video game you've ever seen. Hmm. Well, Chris, I know you're busy. I appreciate the time and uh, keep up the good work here with all your crews. And as you said, with the sunshine today and hopefully you'll go from maintaining things to making a lot of progress today. So we'll look forward to that. Yeah, I certainly hope so, and uh, go Illini this weekend. All right. Thank you, Chris. Yes, go Illini. Be safe. Talk to you later. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Thank you. That's uh, Bye-bye. Chris Kester with the City of Champaign Public Works and all that's been uh, happening with the snow, and that was a good update. All right, a quick break. Back in a moment here. Got some news headlines coming up. Our news brought to you by First Mid Bank and Trust, providing financial solutions since 1865. Visit firstmid.com to find out more. We'll do a break and uh, do the news here, and then we'll come back here on Penny for Your Thoughts. So many roads to choose. We start out walking and learn to run. All right, back on Penny for Your Thoughts. Karen Carpenter passed away on this day, February 4th, 1983, at the age of 32. Wow. Born in 1963, she died of heart failure on this day at the age of 32 due to complications from anorexia, which, little known at the time, her death led to increased visibility and awareness of eating disorders. Her work continues to attract praise, including appearing on Rolling Stone's 2010 list of the 100 greatest singers of all time. Yeah, she had a wonderful, wonderful voice. 937 at DWS. That's semi, they tell us now. I-74 West, just east of I-57, right there near Mattis. They say they've cleared that, so they are open now in that regard. Okay, had a, a couple of questions here. We had no mail the last two days. No mail the last two days. What happened to that old slogan, neither rain nor snow, dot, dot, dot? Um, yes, I've missed my mail for the last three days, but my street just got plowed a couple of hours ago. Patience, people, our listener says. And uh, I've talked about my daughters, and they're doing everything online. i got a 23-year-old listener today. Hi, Brian. It says, I'm 23 years old. I'm a proud print subscriber of the News Gazette. Terrific. I especially like the Sunday paper with the comics. Well, good to hear from you. Thank you. Appreciate you being there and uh, being the um, print subscriber. That's good to hear. All right, let's go to Fran. Good morning, Fran. How are you? I'm fine, Brian. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing down there? Well, I'm hanging in here. <laughs> Tired of snow, but yeah. other than that. I just wanted to give a shout-out to all the guys out working the roads, the police department, the fire department, the mail carriers, which couldn't have got to a mailbox if they had wanted to, and everybody that's just out in this cold weather. Yeah. No, we do send them appreciation because it's, you know, it's easy to – get on them you know well how come they haven't done this or that it's like well right it's not that easy <laughs> no and, and those little mail trucks have no traction in them anyway so they would have been stuck in a heartbeat 
<laughs> right. So. Yeah, and as you said, a lot of once they plowed streets, I mean, the snow piles up, you can't get close to the mailbox. So exactly, you couldn't have got close to mine yesterday if you'd even have tried to. And when and so. you know this, driving in the country, I grew up in the country, so I know this. The wind is always yeah, so. the wind is always stronger out in the country because it's wide open. And, well, and you know, the old road to the high school was always a dandy trying to get any place oh, on. Oh man, yep, I know exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what it is those those drifty yeah. roads i drove on those oh, a long yeah. time so yeah i think we all did somewhere yeah, along yeah. the line that's so, right anyway you have a great day and be careful going to indiana thank you fran i appreciate it not a problem take care okay bye-bye, bye-bye. yep we'll hop on the bus to indianapolis uh, to bloomington i guess we'll go through indianapolis i would assume down to bloomington We'll do that here a little afternoon and uh, get ready to uh, take on the hoosiers tomorrow at 11 o'clock Saturday Sports Talk at 8 with uh, Steve and Lauren, and then game day coverage starting at 9 and the tip-off at 11 from the Assembly Hall, Simon Scott Assembly Hall in Bloomington, Indiana. They'll be loud. They'll be, they'll be waiting for us. They haven't played in a week, by the way. All right, 217-356-9397, here at uh, DWS. And let's go to the phones here. Alan jumps in with us. Hi, Alan. Morning, Brian. Uh, got about seven inches of snow down here, so we didn't have it quite as bad as you, but it was bad enough. Yeah, sure. Uh, seven, that's still a lot. Yeah, especially when the wind's blowing. Mm-hmm. We still got ice hanging on the trees. Uh, it might come off somewhat today. I was looking in the newspaper today, and I see where uh, George Washington was not president till 1789. Yes. Now, we were... 1776, we played our independence. Mm-hmm. Who was running the show between uh, in those <laughs> next 13 years? Yeah, well, there was a thing called the Articles of Confederation. And uh, yeah. I don't know if anybody was running everything, but, you know, it kind of... And you had, the, what, the Continental Congress, I guess, and so forth. So. I wonder why they decided to have a president... Well, that's a good question. Uh, they wanted uh, they didn't want a king, obviously, right? But, uh, they wanted somebody to uh, you know uh, be the commander in chief, I guess, or the executive of the of the new nation. And uh, well, I think they wanted somebody to run the country, but yet they wanted to have a lot of checks and balances. Absolutely, yeah. They they basically, I mean, this is generalizing, but they basically took what was the power of the king and dispersed it. Yeah, you know, where they they, okay. they put it in those three branches where no one branch was to be more powerful than the other and they kind of you know and then uh, basically said here's the limits on what you know the uh what the government can do and here's what they're not allowed to do with the you know the freedom of the press and freedom of religion and freedom of speech and and uh you know pretty much diffused what what a king could do or anybody in charge could do. Well, I guess I'm a history buff as you are, but I guess I didn't realize <clears throat> there was that big a gap between mm-hmm. those years, and I know there were several times we almost even lost it then. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and we almost lost. I mean, <laughs> we were in trouble in the Revolutionary War, so. Yeah. You know, uh, France helped us out a little bit, too. Yeah, so. I, yeah, I knew that. So, All right, I just got to... Got caught off guard on that, and uh, 
you say there's a big game tomorrow? There is a big game tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah, two big ones That's coming bad. up in the next five days. Yeah. <laughs> now I but saw I where for... I, I saw where Andy Katz said he's predicting that Illinois and Purdue are going to play four times this year. He says. The one in Champaign, the one in West Lafayette, the championship of the Big Ten tournament, and then the Final Four is what he says. Well, I would go for that. Me too. <laughs> I hope we can win a couple of those. Yeah, I'd take that. <laughs> I thought the Wisconsin game was the first time we pretty much played solid from start to finish, although our rebounding in the first half wasn't real good and mm-hmm. our free throw shooting wasn't real good, but everything else was pretty good, especially yeah. the second half. Yeah, the defense got a lot better. They tightened things up quite a bit. Second half. All right, that's all I got. Thank you, Alan. All right, be safe down there. Yep, bye. Bye Bye-bye. 217-356-9397. I had a question here. Let's see, where did it go? Okay. Uh, I tried to get the News Gazette online. Can't get on without entering my credit card number. Wondering why this is necessary if it's supposed to be free at this time. I've been a subscriber to the News Gazette for many years and enjoy the paper. All right, so Bob Sacconi has the answer. Okay, Brian. Well, thank you very much for coming and grabbing me. So um, we have uh, uh, gotten onto the News Gazette website from here in the office and have not had any interruption as far as asking for a $1 payment today or asking for a login. Our suggestion is, is that uh, perhaps uh, for that person who called in and was having that issue to uh, reboot your machine, shut it down, and bring it back up again, um, it may necess- it might be that you have to clear your machine. The other thing is, is that the News Gazette website is getting a high amount of traffic uh, yesterday and today because we have it open for everybody to be able to take a look at things. So um, if you're having any slow issues or whatever, we, we just suggest that perhaps if you do a reboot mm-hmm. of your machine, um, that might take care of it. And um, for that person that was having an issue, uh, to let you know that when we're not having a winter storm, we do have a paywall for the website, and it does require you to have a paid subscription. So even if you are a paid print subscriber, you also need to pay for the digital content as well. And if you'd like to give us a call, my direct number is 217-351-5334. And again, uh, my name is Bob, and I'm here most days of the week, including the weekends. But if I'm not sitting at my desk, please leave me a voicemail message, and I will get back in touch with you. And again, that number is Mm -hmm. 217-351-5334, and that's my direct number here in Champaign. Okay. Ask for Bob, Bob Sacconi. So you did see a lot of traffic, people yep. Yep. that they're, they're were taking, able to look at you know, it for free. And, they and could it's jump nice on. to be able to, not only can you see the uh, articles that have been posted to the website, if you click on the gray box on the right-hand side of the front webpage that says Today's Paper, you can actually look at the scanned version of the printed paper that was printed yesterday mm-hmm. and the Friday paper that was printed overnight. And we simply couldn't get to Peoria because of the highways. Um, and for all of our paid print subscribers and paid mail subscribers, should be getting those papers tomorrow with the Saturday paper. All right. Thank you, Bob. All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. There you go. Customer service. Give Bob a call if you have any questions. You run into something you're not sure about. 217-351-5334 and ask for Bob Sacconi.
9.46, a break. Back with more here, open line. we uh, expecting to talk to uh, Brad Swanson from Bleacher Bum Cards in Urbana. We'll um, do that here for a little bit as well. And keep the snow talk coming if you want or anything else you've got on your mind. Back in a moment. 217-356-9397 is our number. Text line is 217-351-5357. And you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Show today, Penny for Your Thoughts, brought to you by OSF On Call Urgent Care. They treat minor illnesses. A couple of locations in Champaign, two in Danville, Mattoon, and Rantoul. Uh, they treat minor illnesses, sore throats, cold, flu, pink eye, earaches, etc. Open 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, including holidays. Online appointment scheduling on osfoncall.org. You can do that. They treat minor injuries, muscle strains, sprains, cuts. If you have a sports physical you need done, Got a young person about to uh, start their spring sports. Maybe you need to get that done. Provide occupational health services, pre-employment physicals and testing. Virtual visits available. Online the symptom triage. Learn more. Find a location near you at osfoncall.org. OSF, one of our sponsors here today on Penny for Your Thoughts. All right. Getting all kinds of uh, traffic news here now. A significant backup has been created on I-74 East from milepost 170 to milepost 166 due to people slowing for crashes on the shoulder. Please consider using Route 150. And please do not slow unnecessarily for a good picture or video. That's from Illinois State Police District 10. And I don't know, maybe, Blake, you can find out for me what's between milepost 170 and 166. Where is that? If you can. I never, I can't memorize the mileposts. I know uh, 57 pretty well because I grew up next to the interstate in the country. <laughs> so I've got that one down, but the milepost numbers run together. And I don't know exactly where that is, but they're saying please consider Route 150 instead. Okay, I-74 East, people slowing down for crashes on the shoulder, significant backup created there. Yeah, you don't need the video, right? 9.51 at uh, DWS. Uh, looking through all the uh, texts and emails here real quick, make sure I've got them all. Do people really think crime just started in January 2021 when Biden took office? COVID and resulting Lockdowns exacerbated an already growing problem. Good morning, Brian. Uh, I guess the News Gazette is dropping the ball on reporting. I did a search and can find no stories to support Tiny's claim that Champaign or Urbana have voted to defund the police. Do you have any information to support his claim? Have a good weekend, Steve. Now, I think, um, you know, when you go back, and I don't know the particular details, I, I just know that. Uh, there was always discussion when, in the middle of all this uh, defund the police movement, there was a lot of discussion in the cities across the country as how to do better policing, what can we do, what are some reforms we can do, what are some things. I know both uh, Champaign and Urbana Police Departments have done some internal studies. Um, I know the Chief Serafin, he's about to retire, but I know he uh, he did some talking to the city council and you know different ideas on how to police better. I, I, never, I never saw anything that said, okay, we're cutting police funding. Uh, there might have been some retirements. There might have been some adjustments here and there. Um, I, you know, I've, I know Diane Marlin over in Urbana and, and Deb Fine in, in Champaign. 
you know, uh, I, I don't think they've ever come out and said, hey, let's defund the police. I don't, you know, I think there are people that are mad at government in general that have said, hey, these governments need to do more to show their support of the police. I've heard that from other people. But as far as, you know, a report that says, yes, they're cutting police, I haven't seen anything like that. So I, I know what you're saying on, in that regard. Uh, as far as your uh, your text there, Steve. So thank you, 217-351-5357, and you can email us, talk at wdws.com. Hi, Brian. We've received no mail or newspaper for the last three days. We've had some interruptions in our mail for the last month and a half. We missed three deliveries due to staff shortages. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, staff shortages, of, I know, have been an issue uh, from in everything, right? From going to ball games to getting the mail delivered to to everything else. Uh, looks to me like milepost 166-170 is around Mansfield. Okay, Mansfield, Farmer City on 74. So that's where that uh, backup is occurring. So they encourage you to use 150. I know they run parallel, so I know it's somewhere close. But I appreciate the actual zeroing in on the the mile markers as far as that goes. And, uh, hey, Brian, it was the Democrats that picked up the ball and ran with the defund the police. The great state of Illinois passed a 703-page police reform bill at 4.30 in the morning. Well, they did. They did it early in the morning. They did it, what was it, last year, I think, in the early session in uh, January, uh, in between sessions, I think, is when they did it. And I know that we have, we've had discussions with Julia Reitz. We've had discussions with others about what was in the original bill. And I think Scott Bennett talked about how they got some things changed that were in the original bill that they didn't like that got it to be better when it comes to law enforcement and the process of policing and arresting people and bail bond and everything else. So there's been a lot of discussion about that. Um, and we'll see. I, like I said earlier, I think in the midterm elections, crime is going to be an issue. And I can tell you the Republicans, from a political standpoint, are going to bring it up and they're going to stick that, try to stick that crime issue on the Democrats here in the midterms. There's no doubt about that. 9.55. Quick break. Back with more here in just a moment on Penny for Your Thoughts. Yeah, good to see the sun again. Reflecting off the snow. If you don't have to get out in it or move it or plow it or whatever, it looks nice, doesn't it? I think it looks better than just the brown grass and all of that. But, uh, boy, it's piled up around our parking lot here at uh, 2101 Fox Drive. 217-356-9397 is the number. We'll have more to come in the second hour. Brad Swanson from Bleacher Bum uh, Cards is going to uh, join us here. If you have some collectibles you've come across here in the middle of the snowstorm and you have some questions about what they might be worth or you had some questions on some other items that when it comes to collectibles he can answer those keep the uh, snow totals coming in too wdws champaign urbana here's the weather it's the second hour of a penny for your thoughts with brian barnhart on news talk 1400 and 93.9 fm wdws you can join in on the phone, via text, or online. 
Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Or send an email to talk at wdws.com. Now, here again, Brian Barnhart. On Penny for Your Thoughts, News Talk 1400 uh, DWS in hour number two here after a busy week with all of the uh, snow and storms and trying to get through all of that. Uh, we've reached the Friday here. We've got basketball tomorrow, Illinois at Indiana at 11 o'clock in the morning. Our game day coverage at 9. Saturday sports talk will be at 8 tomorrow. And, of course, the uh, folks uh, from Prairie Gardens uh, before that. So it's a busy, busy weekend ahead here on DWS. Uh, This from uh, Illinois State Police District 10. Despite efforts to keep the traffic flowing, cars are still slowly creeping by old crashes off the roadway. This has caused a four-mile backup on I-74 East between Mansfield and Muhammad. We are starting to divert at exit 166 on I-74 East to relieve the backup and avoid collisions in the backup. So, again, there's some vehicles that were off from the last couple of days. And people are slowly creeping by these old crashes, and it's caused a four-mile backup on I-74 East between Mansfield and Muhammad. So um, Brad Swanson is here from Bleacher Bum uh, Cards in Urbana. Uh, You had a friend of yours that was over there, you said, got caught in that? Yeah, a buddy of mine had to drive over from Bloomington this morning, and uh, I think he said there were four semi-trucks off in either ditch facing the wrong direction and mm. jackknifed, so didn't look like a whole lot of fun. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so people apparently are going by there slowly, and right. that's backing everything else up. So um, I think once you're through there, though, it, it clears back mm-hmm. up pretty quick. But if you want to get off on 150, maybe at Farmer City or something like that, that might be the, uh, the best way to do it if you're driving in from that direction. Another listener said, let's not forget the storm knocked out electric power by hundreds of thousands. Others are homeless due to tornadoes. So, yes, there's been a lot of... A lot of bad weather. Had mention of uh, today, among other things, I think today's where uh, Red for Women Day uh, for the American Heart Association. I think I've seen that today. Just glancing at the TV, all the women are wearing red. Uh, And today is also National Thank a Mail Carrier Day. Observed every year on February 4th. I think I'll grab my shovel after Penny's done and make sure they can get to my mailbox. (laughs) So... (laughs) So that's good. <laughs> Make sure you do that. Say if you can, if you see them today. If you I see them today, and hopefully we will. And again, uh, there is no newspaper delivery today due to the weather conditions. So you'll get three papers if you get it delivered. Three papers tomorrow. Uh, if you're in the rural areas where they get it out by mail, uh, that will come in your next uh, mail delivery. I would assume when that comes. And the other thing is, if you can't wait and you want to see all the coverage, it's online. You can go to news-gazette.com. And get the digital edition, and one of the things you get there, you can options, especially on the app, is uh, live news or a digital print, a scan of the paper, and you can look at it like it would appear, and you can get all the news uh, today. There's some interesting stories in there, among others, about fans traveling to the Indiana game and the Purdue game this week and what it's like over there in those buildings. So anyway, you can check that out, 1012 at DWS. If you've been inside, and I'm sure most of us have, you may have noticed your walls need some interior work done. Painting, well, the man to call is Chad Ebert, the owner of Precision Painting. They've been in business for 20 years, and they specialize in interior painting and are experts in repairing drywall, getting rid of ugly wallpaper, 
and removal of those dated popcorn ceilings. We all had popcorn ceilings at one point, right? Now, they are outdated, by the way. Winter rates the lowest of the year, plus this time of year you spend most of your time indoors anyway. And it would be great if it looked the way you always wanted. They also do kitchen cabinets. They can paint those and completely transform a kitchen. Precision painting. Quality calls for precision. Call Chad Ebert, 217-637-6288. You say, well, I'd rather not uh, call him. Can I look something online? Yeah, you can do that, too. Why Precision, W-H-Y-P-R-E-C-I-S-I-O-N.com. Why Precision. I always have trouble when I think about spelling words like that. But there it is, W-H-Y-Precision.com. And uh, those are called gawkers. In Chicago, when people slow down and look at other crashes. That's what somebody says. All right, on that. All right, uh, 217-356-9397. Brad Swanson's here. Um, you've been, uh, you're making another trip out west here I pretty am. soon, right? Yeah, for, for those not familiar, um, I'm the only PSA dealer. What, is, what does that mean? PSA is uh, short for Professional Sports Authenticators. They're a... Uh, a company out in Southern California that authenticates autographs, uh, trading cards, both sports and gaming cards, um, game used memorabilia, all those types of things. And uh, they're the the market leader really in the world in, in doing that. And so um, I, I have a, a dealership uh, relationship with them. And I'm the only one south of I-80 in the state of Illinois that that does that so uh, one of the benefits of that relationship for me is the ability to go out there in person and and drop off items and pick them up um, in person right there at their headquarters so I, I try to get out there every couple months and uh, it allows me to provide kind of a premium service for people here in central Illinois Indiana uh, really from wherever of bringing things out there and back without having it be in the mail or, you know, in the hands of FedEx or UPS or whoever, um, especially when we're dealing with items that can be worth thousands of dollars or even tens of thousands of dollars. So, uh, yeah, next trip is, is the end of the month here, late February. So, um, kind of putting the word out, anybody who, who might have something that needs to go out there and doesn't feel comfortable mailing it. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of present a, a second option for that, mm-hmm. and, they, and then they look at it, and then they you bring it back, and they'll know. Yep. So what it's depending worth. what it is, um, you know, if it's a sports card, they'll authenticate it and grade it for the condition it's in on a scale of one to ten. If it's an autograph, they will authenticate it that it's real, and if you choose, they can also grade the autograph on on its quality, whether or not it's faded or smeared or that type of thing, um, and those things go a long way towards determining value then um Mm -hmm. of course when you're dealing with items that are are old especially um vintage sports cards autographs of hall of fame ball players from from any sport there's a there's typically a lot of questions regarding authenticity and you know is this item legit is it a reprint is it uh, you know, a forged signature. And so that's where PSA comes in. And again, they're kind of the, the industry leader in that authentication process. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions for Brad on this, and it doesn't have to be sports. I mean, it can be. I mean, that's one of the things he right. does. But it can be anything. It could be, uh, you know, whatever. 
photo of this or an autograph of that. Yeah, uh, they you know. they do authentication of you know celebrity autographs, politician autographs, former presidents, that type of thing. Um, so a little bit of everything. My personal expertise is in sports cards and memorabilia, but um, through the network I've kind of built of, mm-hmm. of experts all over the place, um, I can generally help with just about anything that mm-hmm. might pop up. And you've had some people come in and see you recently, some customers that have come away with some money, right, on different Yeah, things. you know, this COVID period has been kind of interesting because so many people have been home for extended periods of time and have kind of gotten down their list of the honeydew list of I need to clear this out or I need to clean this up or check this out. And so I've I've had a handful of people here locally that have gone through closets or attics or garages and come across an old stash of sports cards or, you know, autographed baseballs or game programs from Cardinals games or Cubs games or what have you. And they've reached out and said, hey, can you help with this? Um, and, and I just work with them to figure out, okay, what's the potential value? How can we go about selling it? Um, you know, if it's something that I'm personally interested in buying, that's always an option. But, um, yeah, had multiple people walk away with several thousand dollars, uh, Mm. some upwards of Mm. $40,000, $50,000 for stuff they had sitting in a tote in their house somewhere. (laughs) So, um, I'm, I'm always willing to to take a look. Sometimes there's not much there. It, it depends on the era something mm-hmm. is from. Um, and, and of course, which names are represented. There's a big difference between a, a vintage card of Mickey Mantle and some player that most people have not heard of, mm-hmm. uh, for example. So, uh, But I'm always willing to take a look and kind of do the research and help educate people on what they might have. Mm-hmm. All right, 217-356-9397 is our phone number. If you have any questions here, 217-351-5357, and you can email us, talk at WDWS.com. Big news in the sports world had to do with Tom Brady retiring yep. now officially. Yes. Um, does that, with something like that, is that a big event for collectors all of a sudden? It does certainly have an impact on the values of things. Um, there are folks who will invest in you know, rookie cards of players anticipating their retirement or their induction into a Hall of Fame or their death, unfortunately. You know, when, when Kobe Bryant died a couple of years ago, the value of some of his collectibles and autographs and sports cards skyrocketed um, because there was never going to be another Kobe Bryant autograph signed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as, as morbid as that sounds, um, it, it kind of ends the potential for more to come into existence, right? Right. Um, And so those kind of milestone events do do have a big impact on the value of these types of things. Mm -hmm. Are there a lot of Tom Brady – does the NFL, do they do a lot of Tom Brady – is there rookie cards for Tom Brady, for instance? The interesting thing about him in particular is – and it's part of the reason his story is so remarkable, but because he was such a late round draft pick, Mm -hmm. there weren't a lot of cards of him created Mm -hmm. because they tend to focus on, you know, the more sure bet guys, guys, first, first, second, third round guys in the NFL. And so there are, there are a handful, but, um, compared to other players that were drafted much earlier in that draft, um, relatively speaking, there's a lot less hmm. uh, of him out there from his rookie year in particular. And so the value of that is magnified even higher. 
Um, and of course, I, I don't think there's any doubt he's, he's the best to ever do it at this point. Um, <laughs> as much as it pains me to say that sometimes as a Bears fan. Um, <laughs> so with that being said, kind of the the greatness that he displayed combined with the relative rarity mm. of some of those items makes the value skyrocket even higher. So, I think so. Uh, yeah. Pretty interesting uh, case study in, in that in that uh, instance. And I think there'll be a lot of interest across the board in him because even if you're not a football fan, you know who Tom Brady is. Right, and that's something I talk about with people all the time when when discussing the value of certain items is um, another example of that would be like Shaquille O'Neal. He hasn't been playing for, what, a a decade or so now? Um, But he's still so present in pop culture. He's on every commercial and he's on you know TNT's NBA coverage and he's just he's relevant still even though he's not playing basketball and so his the value of his collectibles has remained high uh in relation to other players of similar stature from that same time period if you're going to compare say him to David Robinson for example mm-hmm. who's heard from David Robinson in the last decade, no yeah, one, yeah. He, you know, he's kind of gone off and is living his life how he's choosing to live his life. But Shaq has stayed in such a forefront of our pop culture um, that 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 certainly has an impact too. All right, two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. You'll need your uh, headphones here, Brad. Let's right. go to the uh, phones here to Doris. Hi, Doris. Good morning. Hel- Good morning. I just tuned in, and I was wondering if. Brad knew of any people in the area, you know, Champaign-Urbana, that bought baseball cards or sports memorabilia or baseball baseball memorabilia. I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thank you, Doris. There there are a couple businesses here locally. Um, I'm certainly one that would, would take a look and consider that. Um, there are some others as well that I have great relationships with. Uh, one is called Box Seat Cards here in town. Um, they're located on Mattis, um, just south of like the craft compound up there, mm-hmm. um, right next to Garcia's pizza. And then there's also, um, a consignment shop down in Savoy in front of the Savoy Walmart called Captain Jack's that I'm affiliated with too. And they, they sell antiques and a, a variety of other things, but they do have a, a large sports card collection, uh, up at the front of the store and a variety of different vendors that that have items in there. So the three of us are kind of the three here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to take a look and kind of guide mm-hmm. you in the right direction sure. if you want to reach out. And we'll uh, give Brad's number here before we're done where you can uh, get yeah. a hold of him. Yep. So, all right, Gertie, go ahead, Gertie. You're on the air. I have a picture of Lou Brock. I think it's an 8 by 10 when he was a rookie. It's a colored picture. I was wondering if it was worth anything. Is it signed, or is it just the photo? Your your radio may have to go down there, Gertie. It's probably <laughs> distracting you. you. Hello, Gertie. I think we lost her. Yes, I'm here. Okay, oh. yeah. Is is the photograph signed, or is it? I think it is. I haven't looked at it for a long time, but I think I know where it's at. <laughs> okay, it, the signature is what would create the primary value there. Um, if, if it is indeed signed, uh, a photograph, unless it's 
some kind of rare issued photograph um, likely doesn't have significant value, um, but a signature is what would kind of determine the number you're looking at there. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's the name of your business? Uh, it's called Bleacher Bum Cards, and I'm located off Philo Road in Urbana. So if if you wanted to reach out and uh, set up a time for me to take a look, if if you can find it and and see if it's signed, um, that's certainly something that might make sense to get authenticated um, that the signature is is real, and then that would help us determine the value of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Gertie. We're with Brad Swanson, Bleacher Bum Cards here. As we uh, talk collectibles, it can be sports cards, it can be anything that you've got that you might have in your closet or you found here recently during the snowstorm or the pandemic that <laughs> you're wondering if what it's worth and what, what's happening there. Uh, we had a text here that says, I have a home plate that is autographed by Sandy Koufax. What would it cost oh, to wow. get it authenticated? That That's quite interesting. Hmm. So the way autograph authentication works is a little bit different than the sports card authentication and grading. Hmm. It's very much determined by the subject of the autograph. So in this case, Sandy Koufax. Um, I would need to look that up real quick um, on PSA's website because each athlete has a different, they're they're basically tiered Mm -hmm. based on the rarity of their signature and the difficulty that there is in authenticating the signature. Mm -hmm. Um, The the bigger the star, the more, more expensive it is. I don't think Sandy Koufax is prohibitively expensive. It's if I had to guess, probably somewhere in the fifty to seventy-five dollar range to authenticate that, mm-hmm. um, but that is certainly a, a unique collectible. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't it, see many home plates laying around. Yeah. Um, so, did, and and Sandy is very collectible still. I was going to say, did he's he he's probably still is? Did he yep. sign a lot of things? Um, or do we know? I you know, I of... think he's probably kind of in the middle of the pack when it comes to rarity. Um, mm-hmm. He he does have a fair amount out there. But um, he's he's a very popular collectible name still, mm. um, especially when it comes to vintage Hall of Fame type names. Um, he, mm. I would put him kind of in the upper tier of of names that people are looking for. Mm-hmm. Ten twenty seven with Brad Swanson here as we talk collectibles here on this now sunny Friday with all the snow laying around. Hi, Aaron. Hey. Brian, how are you? Good. Um, I was. I have. I have a book, and I think it's about Red Shaney. Um, and it has Stan Musial, Lou Brock, Red Shaney, and I think there's two other autographs in it. And it has been authenticated. What? What book? What? What's that kind of worth? Mm-hmm. You're right. Red Shaney's is who you're talking oh, about, okay. right? Yeah. Is Is it a like what kind of book is it? Is it it's a, a hardback? hardback with like a uh, a real nice uh cover on it is it about the cardinals or like what's the topic yes. of it yes okay. it's a yeah it's about it's about red Cheney. got it uh, okay when he was coaching and stuff like that interesting um that one is probably going to be a little bit harder to value because of the uniqueness of it um again the the names of the subjects that signed it are, are going to drive the value there. Um, but it's a little bit of a unique collectible that it, you know, if it was a baseball or a team photograph or that type of thing, 
it would probably be a little bit easier to find comparable items that have sold and therefore determine the the value. Um, Typically, that is the process we go through to determine value is trying to find items that are similar that have sold. Um, So the uniqueness of that would make that tough. Um, but okay. I, I could certainly do some digging for you if, if you want to reach out to me, um, and, okay. and see what I can find. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, see. I know it's been authenticated, okay. you know, it has that piece with it. Sure. Like a, a letter of authentication. Hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect. And let's have, what's your number, Brad? Yeah, we'll go ahead thank and put you, my number uh, out Thank there. you, Aaron. It's uh, area code 708, so I know that's a little different yeah. than here local. 708-629-1499. Okay. And the website is bleacherbumcards.com. Okay. And that has all the contact information mm-hmm. on it as well. 708-629-1499 is his number if you'd like to uh, reach out to him on these. He can go more in-depth probably uh, in that regard. 1029... Robert's up next. How you doing, Robert? Uh, doing fine. Uh, interesting conversation. It's it's, a, it's a funny that I'm hearing this because I have some things I'd like for you to take a look at in sure. time. That's what uh, I do. <laughs> uh, one, th- one thing that I had a lot of fun uh, getting done in uh, 1983, uh, Joe Horner and Dal Maxwell used to have a little operation where they would uh, have small charter groups fly to cardinal ball games oh interesting and i had the opportunity with uh, me and my younger brother uh got on one of their flights and went to a three of the four games on a weekend in atlanta and in the process of being there at the lounge on a saturday night i had ozzy smith uh, sat down right beside me and uh, we chatted for about two hours just about family more than anything we were the same age but anyway, I had in my World Series program, about midnight, Jack Buck came in and uh, threw a $100 bill down and told a bartender to buy everybody a beer. And uh, he signed my World Series program for me. I got Willie McGee signed it, uh, obviously Ozzy Smith, Bob Forsh, uh, a few of the other players. And uh, it, uh, it brings back a lot of memories every time I look at that. Yeah, that that's quite a story too that goes along with it. That Brian and I I don't think we've talked about this before, but one of my favorite parts of doing this and interacting with folks who have items is hearing that backstory and, you know, mm-hmm. where the item originated from, how it came to be, um whether it's an autographed item like this or um a sports card that has been handed down over generations or that type of thing. Um so that is that's quite the story that that goes along with that item. Hmm. Um, I'd be happy to take a look at that or or anything else you might have, and again, kind of do some research for you. Yeah. See what. Yeah, what I the have. Value might uh, be. I. Yeah, I have some boxed sets. I don't remember what brands they are. Donruss and whoever was making them in the late eighties. Okay. Early still sealed. Okay. Hmm. And a lot of the value of those types of things is determined by the era that it was produced. So um, yeah, those yeah. items from the late 80s, early 90s, especially in baseball, unfortunately don't typically have a lot of value because it was a period okay. It was a period of higher interest in yeah. the hobby. There were so many and of them out there. Yes, they, they printed 
an extreme number of them. And so they're, because of that, they're much more common to find. Okay. Um, and so that of course has, has an impact on the value. Um, but again, no matter what you might have, whether you think it's worthless or not, I'm, I'm always happy to take a look mm-hmm. because you never know, you never what, know what might be there. Yeah. Okay, well, I will. I will be in touch with you here in the next week or two, uh, and for sure. Awesome. To, well, that sounds great. All right. Thanks for right. reaching out. Thank, thank you, Robert. Yeah. Thank you so much. Appreciate All you right. being with us. Ten thirty-three at DWS. Need to get to the news here for a moment, but hang on the line. We'll get to your calls as they start to come in here. Uh, the Champaign Public Library is a sponsor. February of twenty twenty-two is the year of the tiger. Uh, the retiree Tom Moore tells us why he loves the Champaign Public Library and. The Year of the Tiger, there's lots of things there as they look at that. The Chinese New Year at the Champaign Public Library. It's tax time as well. If you want some help with your taxes, you can get free tax assistance. Sign up to meet with IRS-certified volunteers at the library uh, in February through April. Contact the uh, Stevick Senior Center at 217-359-6500 to make an appointment. It's also Black History Month, a lot going on in regards to that at the Champaign Public Library. And, of course, all the books and magazines and videos and everything you'd like to get, all available as well. But the Champaign Public Library, one of our sponsors here on Penny for Your Thoughts. 10.33, quick break. Got a lot of calls here. Lines are full. Got a couple of uh, texts that have come in as well regarding collectibles here with Brad Swanson, Bleacher Bum Cards in Urbana. Back uh, here after the news. All right, Brad Swanson with us, Bleacher Bum Cards. Again, his number, and uh, we'll get that to you here in a moment, is uh, you can reach out to him if you have any questions along the way. I'll just have you give it. I wrote it down somewhere. Here it is, 708, I got it, 708-629-1499. You can go to the website, Bleacher Bum Cards, and uh, check that out. All right, uh, some quick questions here, and back to the phones as well. Uh, What about Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh cards that moms bought for kids in the 90s? Yes, those can have some sneaky value, um, mm-hmm. especially if they're from the late 90s when that game first originated. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I'm not going to pretend it's my expertise. I, I did not collect those as a kid. Um, I've learned quite a bit about them here over the last couple of years and have a variety of folks here in town that know more than me that I can okay. help connect people with. Um, but again, if, if those cards are in good condition and are from that late 90s period, um, they can be worth hundreds if not thousands of dollars um, depending on if they're the right character and the right Mm. type of card. So um, definitely reach out and we can always take a look. And Mm. and like I said, if I don't know, I'll do my best to connect folks with somebody who does. Somebody who does. Yeah, you're kind of that facilitator. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, they were diverting traffic on I-74, but they say vehicles were traveling too fast into the diversion. So now they've canceled that. I-74 east from milepost 170 to 166, which is a Mansfield, Farmer City to Muhammad, uh, eastbound, still significantly backed up. So keeping an eye on that. Okay, uh, back to the phones here, trying to see who's next. Uh, Rich is up next. Hi, Rich. Hi. How are you today? Good. How are you? Snowed in. Yeah, I like, like everybody. <laughs> yeah. I just got a quick story about a collectible that I got about 20 years ago. I was at the sports paraphernalia show at McCormick Place, and 
had they always get stars in there. Walter Payton was there, and Fergie Jenkins and several basketball players. And Fergie and those guys were signing pictures and hand them out. They would just scribble something on it and just kind of almost throw them to the people in line. <laughs> I got in line for Walter, got up close to him, and he stopped the line, and he signed about six cards, six pictures, and then every person that came up in line, he stopped. He he shook my hand, asked where I was from, and wanted to know what was going on, you know, what teams did I like, and did I see him play, and things like that. Yeah, a true gentleman. Look, he looked great. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. So you were able to get a? Were you able to get a a photo signed from him? Yes, I got a signed picture of his. That's awesome. Another good story. I don't really want to sell it. I've had several people try to buy it from me. I don't have the slightest idea what it's worth. Hmm. Yeah. That uh, again. That's that's another one I could help you find a value for, even if even if you're not looking to sell right away or or at all. um, Sometimes it's just good to know what you have, whether that's for insurance purposes or you know kind of safekeeping sometimes people have items that are are quite valuable just laying around where they could be damaged or um yeah of course it's irreplaceable no doubt right right well you know so. he, he in fact he passed away about six months after that oh wow the sad part was he looked great he looked like he could step on the field that mm. day it was in october hmm. i don't remember what year but it was a true gentleman just as nice as you could be Yep, that's why they uh, called him. He knew where Rancho was, just north of Champaign-Urbana, the U of I. I said, yes. Hmm. <laughs> that's why they called him. They called him Sweetness for a lot of reasons, but that was one of them. And uh, that's why they have the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award they hand out. So he's a um, good good man. Well, it was all true. Yeah. My, my, my experience. Refrigerator Perry was there, too, and he did about the, almost the same thing. He was signing hats. Hmm. <laughs> he was talking, talking. I asked him, "He was having a good time." He said, "No, <laughs> he'd rather be fishing." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rich, I got some other people on the line. Thank you. Okay. Good. Good to hear from you. Good story on yeah, Walter. Walter for Payton. That's terrific. Uh, no, no, Fergie Jenkins too. He was uh, our pitching coach at one time in the minor leagues oh, in Oklahoma okay. City. I rode a lot of buses and flew a lot of planes with Fergie. He's a good guy too. Yes, he is. Uh, let's go. Is this Lulie A? It is, Brian. How you doing? Good. How are you? Lulier. Well, we're snowed in. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yeah, we, I know it. I know it. Well, it ain't all bad. You know mm-hmm. that. Hey, I got a couple of a couple quickies. Uh, in 1963, I was at the Grand Hotel, and I got autographs of Hugh Downs, Pat Fontaine, and Jack uh, the other guy on the show, uh, uh, and, uh, I yeah. sent the card to my, my, uh, parents. Does that have any value? Yeah. Was it Jack Brickhouse? Was, uh, was, was it Jack Brickhouse or somebody? No. no. Oh, I want to joke Ragioli oh. because he was on at that time, but this is Jack Levinson, I think. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I don't think those um, names would, would pull a, a real large value. Um, and what is what's no, the I, item again? What do they sign? It's a postcard from a the postcard. Grand Hotel. Oh, gotcha. And uh, dated in August '63. Okay, mm. so kind of similar to what we were saying earlier with the gentleman who called in about the signed book. Um, the real unique items like that can be kind of hard to value because it's so uh-huh. hard to find similar 
items that that may have sold previously. So um, again, if if that had the signature of a, a real big name on it, a Mickey Mantle or a Willie Mays, that type of thing, mm-hmm. then right. um, it it's probably a little bit easier to to put a value on. Um, okay. With with this specific yeah. one, uh, I think that'd be a little more difficult to find. Mm-hmm. Well, I got another one. I got a note from Judy Garland back in the fifties. Uh, she typed it and then signed it. I had the uh, it authenticated when I was in California one time. Hmm, okay. It's a, a letter from her. Does that have any value? It, it could as well. Um, wow. It, again, beca- because it's, it, I'm guessing it's a personalized letter to you, right? Yeah. That that would have an impact because a lot of the value is going to be your you know value that you place in it because it's a. Mm-hmm. A, a personal letter, sentimental, uh, yeah, right. Um, the signature, the signature itself would have some value, but because it's on such a specific item that was uh, directed to yeah. you personally, um, that would that would affect it probably in okay. a negative way overall uh, to anybody else who might be interested in buying it. If if that makes sense. Uh, okay. What. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Should I keep it or just throw it away? Yeah, well, I, I don't think I'd throw it away. Yeah. But, no, it's, <laughs> um, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, a lot of the value there is probably more sentimental to you. Um, more sentimental. Okay. Yep. Yeah. yep. All right, Lou. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks a hey, lot, Brian. Good, good luck. To, uh, good luck. Uh, we'll be listening. Okay. Right. Thank you, sir. Yep. Thanks, we'll, 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 thanks Brad. All Bye-bye. right. Thank you. We're, we're headed over there to Indy, uh, Bloomington here today in about uh, two and a half hours, roughly. All right. Back to the phones here in a moment. Let's uh, let me look at a text here real quick. My brother's gotten into buying football cards during the pandemic when it seemed like that industry really took off. He has a Joe Burrow card that he thinks will be worth a lot if the Bengals win the Super Bowl. I don't know much about this stuff. Would that be something he should sell right away or hold on for years to come? And where do you see that market going? The, Joe Burrow, new yeah, star. Yeah, that, that, that's an interesting one there. Um, the market currently is is in a unique spot because of kind of the boom that COVID created. Um Joe Burrow is as hot a name as there is in any of the sports right now because of what they've done in the playoffs. So depending what that is, if it's an autograph card or that type of thing, um, it certainly does have extreme value right now. Um, if it were my kind of uh, if it were your personal card, yeah. advice, I would probably look at selling it uh, here in the short term, especially if they win. Um, but it, it really would depend what it is specifically so again if if he wants some advice or or wants to talk through that i'd be happy to uh to take a look and and chat all right hey thank you for that uh let me get a two minute 14 second break in here we'll come back with more in just a moment hang on the line we got tom scott and eric and we got some other texts and emails here for brad swanson talking collectibles here on this friday here on this Friday. We'll be back on Monday, of course. Monday morning quarterbacking. Got the Purdue game Tuesday night late. Got the Indiana game tomorrow early. Penny for your thoughts brought to you by OSF On-Call Urgent Care. Providing 24-7 virtual visits and walk-in clinics every day of the year. OSF On-Call Urgent Care. If you need your home sold, Ryan Dallas Real Estate consistently voted number one 
in Home Soul, number one in closed volume. Here by the uh, News Gazette's People's Choice, four straight years, the number one real estate team in the area. No showings, no open houses, close on your timeline, go straight to sold, bypass the market, and do it that way. And if you're a seller in Champaign, the seller's market, 5 and 10% over their asking price with multiple offers to choose from. Ryan Dallas Real Estate, off to a red-hot start here in 2022. Reach out to them, 833-595-SOLD, or go to ryandallasre.com. All right, we're with Brad Swanson here from Bleacher Bum Cards, taking and using his expertise for your benefit here. And let's go to Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Brian and Brad. Uh, Brad, I've got a uh, Cooperstown uh, bat, uh, numbered bat, with uh, Ryan Sandberg's uh, autograph on it. I was wondering if there's any kind of value to that. Yeah, Ryan Sandberg, especially around here, is still very collectible. Um, is Has that one been authenticated? No, it has not. Okay. Th- that's something you might want to look into, is... Um, getting some kind of letter of authenticity with it just to confirm that it's real for for a potential buyer if if you choose to sell it. I would guess that's probably in the couple hundred dollar range uh, okay. when it comes to value. I, I don't think you're looking at anything too extreme. No, but, I, I didn't. Uh, it's, it's with, uh, you know, like a blue Sharpie that he signed. Right, right. M- my guess would be maybe in the two to three hundred dollar range off the top of my head. Okay, great. Yeah. Do I get a hold of you or whatever to... Uh... Yeah, if you wanted to bring that in or, or anything else you might have, um, I can do a little bit more specific research for you and, okay. and make sure that that initial number that pops in my head is accurate for you. Mm-hmm. Okay, just get a, give you a phone call? Yeah, a call or, or if you go to the website, there's a form you can fill out to email me as well. Okay, great. Thanks okay. for calling. Sounds great. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. All right. Appreciate you. Uh, my brother has no. Here it is. Uh, hey, uh, tell Brad. I asked my nephew about his dad and uncle's baseball card collection. His dad sold it, and he knew it had two Mickey Mantle rookie cards in it. Oof. Todd said they were both in really good condition. He knows his dad did not get what they were worth. Yes, they were signed. They were signed. Yeah. I wonder how long ago that was. Because, yeah. yeah, that they probably left quite a stack of cash on the table there, <laughs> especially if they were. If they were fifty-two tops mm-hmm. mantle cards and and autographed, that would be uh, kind of mm-hmm. the holy grail of of the collecting world right now. Mm. So that 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 could have had some pretty extreme value. Ten fifty-two, about five six minutes left here. We'll get to as many as we can here. Any value in old pin on buttons, metal ones, nineteen thirties to the seventies, political politics slogans. I like Ike. Those kind of things. Again, that that's not my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I do believe there's a collectible market for that, though. Um, I could dig into that if if it's something they they want me to. Um, the other thing people should know if you have very specific items like that, eBay.com is is really the best resource out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on their website, search for the item you have. And there's a way to sort the results to where you can see past sales. So, you know, if you put in the I like Ike button and you know the year it's from, you put that information in the search terms and, and search for it and then 
choose sold items, you'll be able to see exactly what those things have sold for recently. Mm. So that is one of the primary kind of sources of information that that we go to 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 see what the current value of, hmm. of some of these items is. This might fit in that category, too. I have an old Ellsworth Vines tennis racket, won wow. Grand Slams in the 1930s. Okay. Yeah, that, you, that, would be, that would be the type of item that I would probably reach out to one of the kind of national auction houses because of the age of the item. Um, that one would certainly, the value of it would certainly depend on um, your ability to authenticate it, that it, you know, it was actually used by the athlete and is real and, you know, that type mm. of thing. Um, and there are several auction houses in throughout the country. Um, the one I work with the most is called Heritage Auctions. They're located down in Texas, but they do large weekly, monthly, and quarterly auctions of really high-end historical sports memorabilia and political items and just about anything you can imagine. Hmm. Um, that would be something I would probably reach out to their staff about because they have experts on their team that do in-depth research on things mm -hmm. like that and, and can help authenticate items and, and really know um, kind of the history of, hmm. of those types of things and how they've sold in the past. Interesting. So okay. again, I can, I can be the conduit there to, to help connect you to them if, mm -hmm. if that's something that interests you. I think that would be, uh, that would be awesome. Uh, Carlo's with us. Hi, Carlo. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How about an autograph of the sweetness and numerous uh, bears on a brown and white football? Um, can, you, can you restate that? I, yeah, I, Walter Payton and several bears. Oh, and several on, others? On, on, yeah, several others, okay. I guess. Um, again, something that would probably need to be authenticated to maximize its value. Um, a Walter Payton signature is going to be worth several hundred dollars, though, and then depending who else is on it, um, the value could either go higher or it may not really change it. Hmm. Um, but it, that's probably something that I would look to have authenticated, um, just to confirm for a potential buyer that, that it is in fact real. Mm -hmm. I have some Brown footballs uh, autographed with, as well. Hmm. Cleveland Browns, game, huh? Okay. Game, game balls. Yeah. I, I got to tell you the story. This too, it's probably too lengthy to talk about it. And yeah, but uh, it's it's authenticated. Yeah. I yeah. can tell you. That for okay. Sure. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Reach Th out. I'd be happy to take a look and and uh, see what we can find. All right. Thank you, Carlo. Well, thank you. Appreciate thank you. it. Have a great day. We're at ten fifty six. Eric's with us. Hi, Eric. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I've got all five of Eric Hyden's events uh, tickets. Uh, autographed from the 80 Olympics. That's one item I want to know about. So okay. I'd go them as a set. And then I got an eight pack of Coca Cola commemorative bottles with a carton that's I've never seen. This particular Lake Placid, these bottles got circulated, but they had past medal winners on them, etc. Okay. So I'm looking at moving that too. Okay. Hmm. Um, those would be items that I'd probably need to do some, some digging on to to help you figure out what they might be worth. I got your phone number. We can mm -hmm. talk about it later. Oh, yeah, sure. that'd be perfect. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a call, and we'll, right. we'll find a time to meet All up. Right. So, sure. Sounds good, All Eric. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah, we Thank got the Olympics coming up, so there'll be some uh, 
Some yeah. stars coming up out it's of certainly there, a good time for I that. would think. Uh, Scott, good morning. Hi, thanks. Uh, two cuts of old pre-World War One tobacco baseball cards. They're all photographs. Okay. One of them is Hans Wagner. Okay. As a, listed as a Pittsburgh Nationals. I've never seen this card. I've looked hard. Okay. In other sites, uh, any ideas at all? Another one's Joe Tinker. And a few others. Yeah, with, without seeing them, it. it it's hard for me to to place them. If if you if you're able to reach out to me at that number we gave the seven zero eight six two nine fourteen ninety nine, um, even if you text me at that number and and text some photos, I can I can get to looking at that and reach out to people who could help us figure out what those are. Okay, I'm sorry. I just um, give, give me that number one more time, please. Uh, it's seven zero eight six two nine fourteen ninety nine. All right. Thank okay. you. Yeah, Very good. Thanks. Yeah, give him a call or text. A couple of final ones here. Somebody asked about a, night, a Topps 1993 Nolan Ryan refractor card. Or the reflector? Refractor. refractor, yep. Yeah. Um, again, depending on condition and exactly which set that's from, um, those, that's one of the earlier uh, releases that have the refractor or the, the hollow foil mm -hmm. versions. So um, I'd be happy to to do some digging there too all right and have a signature of justin spring in five olympic circles on a flyer when he attended a gym uh march 17 2018 at huff hall where illinois battled oklahoma through number three versus number one so justin that, springs that could have some significance here locally mm -hmm. but um because of his relationship with the university um from a broader perspective probably not not a whole mm -hmm. lot but okay. definitely a neat item all right, well, 708-629-1499 is the uh, number to call if you want to reach to Brad Swanson, Bleacher Bum Cards. You can go to the website. And, again, Brad will be traveling out to, to out west, and to so PSA. he, he yep. can take some stuff out there if you need that done that way. So, Absolutely. Okay? Thanks, Thank everyone, you, for your calls and yeah. texts, and um, look forward to hearing more of those stories that, yeah. that come about. It's good so, stuff. Thank thanks, you, Brad. Brad. All right, have a good weekend. With you tomorrow from Bloomington, Indiana for Illinois basketball and all the coverage coming up then as well. WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. Have a great weekend and go Illini.